we need a revelation, not a revolution. They're going to use radiation frequencies against our brains, etc. And conduct serious psi war and collateral damage and exploitation. Some of the agencies that are involved are the U.S. Air Force, DARPA, the CIA, the FBI, Southern Command, Atlantic Command, Australian Department of Defense, and other agencies. This transmission is coming to you. Welcome to your deep dive for truth. Everyone out there is searching for the truth. But sometimes the truth hurts. It can have repercussions that are detrimental to the health and safety of you and your family. The first thing all truthers need to know is that the system will always try and discredit the information provider when said provider start informing the general population and get too close to the truth. Therefore, the Deep Dive for Truth team ensure we stay safe and anonymous while providing the opinions or facts that some of you may have never heard before. The desire for truth runs deep in all truthers. If you want to know more, join us on our deep dive content and support the Deep Dive for Truth team with your positive responses only. Any negative response is not appreciated. Red pill or blue pill? This choice is for real. Reality is here. Would you like to know more? Welcome to Deep Dive for Truth. Welcome to Deep Dive for Truth. This is Big T for Truth with the Deep Dive for Truth team. Happy New Year. This is going to be a fun season. First of all, if God moves you, help us out. A dollar a month, $12 a year. God bless you for helping. Thank you very much in, in advance. If you find anything on our channel interesting or new, I know you might get some repetitive stuff, especially if you guys are all digging. But if you just want a place to come and keep hearing what's new, get some new information, you know, again, it's worth 12 bucks a year. Remember, this is fiction. They are watching. We are not medical professionals. We are not financial professionals. We're just giving news, putting information that we find and dig up out there for you guys to do your critical thinking and digging. If you need assistance in any of those areas, please seek out professionals that are not part of the system. All right, so listen to Dr. Ryan Cole being interviewed by Stephen Kirsch. There's new evidence of alarming blood clots in vaccinated dead people. The reason why that this is important is because we're following the trail. We're pulling the strings. We're following the dots. We're trying to make sure we get this information out to you. And, and why is this important? Vaccinated people, um, well, very important. It affects your health now. It affects your health in the future. And it affects... Your, your decision making in life we're going to just kind of touch on that real quick and see what these guys have to say hi steve kirsch executive director of the vaccine safety research foundation i have dr ryan cole here he's a pathologist been a pathologist for a long time and uh a lot of people know who he is <laughs> without further introduction um we're here today uh, talking about blood clots and in particular uh embalmers have reported that they're seeing these unusual clots they've never seen before in their entire history. And it only started after the vaccines rolled out and, and seems only to be in vaccinated patients. So I had one embalmer who had multiple cases and they knew which had the telltale clots and which didn't have the telltale clots. And they went back and they found the vaccination status and it matched up 100% um, to, um, you know, to what they observed. So, so this is rather damning. It, it's uh, <laughs> there's uh, there's a lot of association there that, that shows these clots are never happened before, and they're only associated with vaccinated people. So uh, Ryan got uh, some samples of these blood clots so he could examine them and see what they look like, right? Because um, the question is, could these clots have been caused by 
the vaccine or they're clearly caused by something else. And so, so let's, let's cut to the chase here, Ryan. So, I mean, they, these clots have been seen in up to 93% of the cases uh, for embalmers, uh, generally 40, 40% or higher. Uh, and that's troubling. So if you have, first of all, if you have these clots uh, in your system, is that something that people can live with? Or is that something that basically is just a ticking time bomb and it will kill you uh, within a short amount of time once you develop these clots? Uh, that's a great question. Um, the, the interesting thing in a lot of these patients, you know, there's some blood tests we can do in the lab, one called a D-dimer, which says, you know, a clot is present. So when you see an elevated D-dimer, you think, oh, gosh, this patient's clotting. And usually uh, the doctors, the ER doc, the pulmonologist is going to do a scan of the chest, CT, and see if there's a big pulmonary clot. Because usually if you have an elevated D-dimer, that's the direction that, that one thinks. But they weren't finding those. So then that begs the question, well, where are the patients clotting? And most of you know, the docs who are thinking and, and engaging in this are saying, well, then it's got to be microclots. And to that point, I have a colleague, you know, I, I see it in the skin, biopsies, some microclots. A colleague, uh, colleague down in Texas who's a GI pathologist, and so he gave a lot, you know, colon and, and stomach biopsies. And after the shots rolled out, he, he was seeing tons of microclots in his biopsies. So it, it, you can live with microclots. You can live even with medium-sized clots. And I'll, I'll get to that in a second once we start showing these because you'll see why you can live with them at least for a while. And, and so you can live with the clot there, but the tissues around it eventually become compromised or the tissues upstream from where that clot forms eventually become compromised because you don't have oxygen getting there. And then the tissues die off or become malfunctional. So livable to a degree for a while till it isn't. But these massive clots that people are seeing, right? Like they can't get embalming fluid into the body because they, they pull out these massive clots. I mean, mm -hmm. that basically is what killed people, right? I mean, you can't live with these. It, it, it's one of the factors that's killing people. And, and you're right because the clot keeps on forming and forming and forming and forming. And it so just gets bigger and bigger and bigger. It's snowballs. Yeah, it snowballs. It's, and, you know, the platelets come along and say, hey, I think I'll stick to that. And the red cells come along. Hey, I'll stick to that. And then more fibrin comes along. The protein. So it's like a rolling stone, the, yeah. early, the, the, the yeah. tumbleweed or the whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It keeps gathering more and more. And, and then you have a big flopping. And this is what's interesting about these is, is they're kind of anchored to the wall of a vessel. And then you have this big kind of polypy plug. And for a while, it's kind of like this flappy valve and blood, you know, tries to work around it, tries to work around it. But as it grows, then you end up blocking off. Right. So these are uh, t tissue samples or whole bodies that you've got? Uh, these are tissue samples. So these are the actual clots from within these larger vessels. And to your point, the morticians that usually they, they'll put a dissolving fluid in to break up a clot so they can get their embalming fluid in. And they were getting back pressure on the system saying, what in the world is going on? So they ended up, you know, going in, grabbing and snaking onto these things and pulling out, you know, six inch clots, 12 inch clots to three foot long clots. Because, you know, from the hip down into the leg, you have a long vein called the saphenous vein. And so they were pulling long clots out of your longer veins. And to your point, they 
they hadn't seen anything like this previously. When did you first start hearing reports of this? Uh, it was a couple months back. I, you know, I saw the pictures on the internet. Uh, a couple of friends had said, hey, have you ever seen anything like this? Do you think this is real? I said, well, trust but verify is kind of how I work. You know, I observe and then I do the science. And so for me, it was like, okay, that looks interesting. It looks legitimate, but I, I, I'll believe it when I see it. And now I've seen it. Okay, so a couple, a couple of months ago it started, but the, okay, but the vaccines have been out since January. Now, uh, so you said, you know, three, three months ago, I mean, we're talking the vaccines have been out for a year. How come you're only seeing this now or have people been seeing it before and they're just not reporting it before and too scared to report it? I think, I think it's that fear factor. I think, I think you hit the nail on the head because as I talk to some of these morticians, I, you know, this is, I, I have two hypotheses on these. Number one, they were seeing it and they're like, huh, this is weird and didn't think anything of it. Or it could be after one shot, you don't see a whole lot of it. After two, you see more. And after three, you see a lot. So it's really, it's the boosters that really started the uh punch here i think so because you know in life the dose makes the poison if you drink too much water you can die right. uh, the dose of water makes the poison and and the dose of spike protein makes the poison uh there was the stanford study that came out a couple weeks ago that showed how long the mrna is still uh persisting within the lymph nodes and still generating spike and in their study it was up to 60 days this synthetic mrna making spikes so and this is what's fascinating is is this isn't a classical clotting pathway normally normally you have an entire waterfall you know this complement factor needs to trigger this needs to trigger that this factor factor not complement factor 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 needs to trigger in order for each step of uh, a clot form but with a spike protein and this was a a really good paper just recently, you know, a couple of weeks ago as well uh, from Dr. Pretorius out of South Africa, because they were sa saying, look, something's going wrong here. And so she has a way she measures the elasticity of platelets. And they did flow studies within tubes with normal blood, which, you know, will form a little clot along the side wall because clots can form on glass. But then when they put spike protein in, incredibly abnormal clots started to form. And what was super fascinating in her studies is normally you think of, okay, in order to form a clot, you need your platelets and you need your thrombin, you need your fibrin and fibrinogen and all the different factors. And so you think traditionally you've got a platelet and fibrin clot. What she found is she took plasma that didn't have platelets in it and just putting the spike in clumped all the fibrin and, you know, the fibrinogen, fibrin, fibrinogen, and all the different splits that have to happen and lattice it all together without platelets was causing all that protein to stick together as well. Right. So, 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 so you have plausibility here. Like if I, if I asked you, what, what's your confidence level that, that these strange clots that, you know, you have the samples of, you've seen the three foot, what, what is your confidence level that this is caused by the vaccine? About 80 to 90%. I still want to do a few more studies on the ones I have. Um, I haven't had time because I've been traveling and lecturing, but 80 to 90% just based on the papers that have come out and the mechanisms that have been explained. Okay, so 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 Ryan, if, if, it's, if it's not caused by the vaccine, then what's causing these clots? Well, explain them. How come you've ne we've never seen them before? 
Well, there are plenty of conditions in the body, infections, bacteria. There's a condition called uh, disseminated intravascular coagulation. So so there are a lot of other infections that can also trigger clotting processes. No, but not in, not in 93% of the cases. Right, 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 right. That's a rare case where you get a patient with a septic infection and then they start clotting. So... You know, do we see clotting in medicine? Absolutely. There's a lot of different conditions. No, but you but see like, clots like, like this. No, before. no, two to three foot, two to three foot long clots. No, you've never seen these before, right? No, and, and so, this, so the cause has to be something that doesn't exist. Oh, oh yeah. I mean, if if we're using Bradford Hill criteria, yeah, you know, proximate. Um, you know, you what have, is the other? What is the other possible cause that could cause? No, I agree with you. I, I know which direction you're going, and I agree with you. I mean, it's okay. So, so it's not that. it's not eighty or ninety percent then. Well, and and I'm a I'm a you know I'm I'm that I've I've got to put the final you know little nail in the board to make sure it's okay. But if but I, I asked you, I agree with you. No, I agree. Basically, saying I, like I don't have a clue as to what other thing oh, might cause no. it. It's something that I don't. It, it would have to be something that I don't know about. I'm, I'm saying I think it's the spike causing it. Yeah. With with you know a, a ninety per, I, I I bet in Vegas on nine out of ten odds, and I'm I'm betting once I do a few more um, protein marker stains, then it's going to be ninety nine point nine nine percent odds. Okay, so we're so heading. When, and when will that be? Uh, well, I'm actually finally home for a week or two here and not traveling, so I can uh, yeah you know at the scope I have my my day to day patients, so all this is in the wee hours of the night doing all the extra studies. So hopefully this next week I can do some of those, and awesome. by next week I I have some you know yeah. confirmatory results to add on to that. Um, all right, we're going to check back with you then, but in the meantime, can you? I've, got, I've just got four minutes left because I got to sure. hop on another call. Sure. Can you show us those slides that we talked about earlier, the sort yeah. of the before and after? And you know, so and it's also very troubling when you see these people's blood before and after in these images on the internet, um, where you see the blood is moving normally, and then you see, oh, they just got vaccinated, and now you see the the there's no movement on the right. slides. Is that right. something that you would expect? And and believe that's caused by the vaccine? Yes, because it's causing an instant clumping. Yeah. Okay. All right. So explain. Uh, we've got like three minutes left. Ex- quickly right. explain what, what we're seeing. Okay. So this pale pink part that you see in this photo, that would be what a normal clot looks like. Just a few cells trapped in it that just pink, you know, no blue. In any normal clot, that's what it looks like. Now to the left, that's what we're seeing. Of course, your mouse pointer, by the way, I think. Uh, yeah, my, I don't know why it's not showing up. No, nah, it's not moving. That's okay. So on the left, all that those blue dots, those are trapped cells. So in some clots, you'll see trapped cells. But I went ahead and stained these up to see what kind of cells. And I'll get to that in two slides here. So that pink like that is what a normal clot would look like, very acellular. And what's happening is this this fibrin with some platelets in it and some red cells in it is all sticking together, but now it's causing all these other cells. These are mostly neutrophils and eosinophils, which eosinophils are like your allergic cells. Uh, They have a cell surface molecule uh, that's sticky. It's called a cellular, intercellular adhesion molecule. And so this is this brown. So I I marked all these cells for the expression of this uh, adhesion molecule. So what you're seeing on the surface, all that brown means every cell in there is triggered to express a a cell protein that says stick to me, stick to me, stick to me. 
So normally going back, you'd see this nice pink and then eventually the plasmid in your body breaks that clot down. And then when you measure, we'd see a D-dimer because the clot is breaking down, but we have way too many cells trapped. That's why these morticians are saying these are rubbery. I'm like they're rubbery because a ton of that is protein. And there's a, a study that shows that the type of protein, it's kind of an amyloid, uh, a, an amyloid is, is a protein uh, clot. You get amyloid plaques and Alzheimer's and whatnot. So this is the problem. It's way too cellular. It's way too proteinaceous, way too much protein. And, and, you know, rarely we'll see like this in a leg and then the vessels will grow through it and try to, you know, grow a new channel so that like that little white slit, you know, it's trying to grow a channel through it so blood can keep trying to get through. But the body isn't breaking these down like it would normally either because that spike bypasses all those different waterfall steps that you need to make a clot and is instantaneously causing a clot and or slowly over time causing it. So both pathways. So somebody may be feeling, you know, weak and fatigued and, and don't know why they're so wiped out, but they're wiped out because they're not perfusing their tissues because the micro clots, and these are big clots, but the little clots look like this too, which is what's odd. So it, it's not something we normally see in pathology. So it's, it's a pattern that is highly unusual. And again, Dr. Pretorius's study, you know, she showed pretty well why um, the different cascades are happening and it's the spike itself inducing them. Yep. Okay, I, I've, got, I've got to run to, to another call, uh, but you don't show, like these slides don't show this, you know, three foot long, solid oh, I package. Can... I can I can see if I can grab that out yeah, of something like that. Twelve inches long, but these long, stringy, rubbery things. Wow! And so uh, you pulled that out out of the inside of a vein. Correct. So this was impeding a vein. Yes. Yes. Right. And, and that that you would never see before. Um, rarely in you know other genetic clotting disorders, but not you know not ninety three percent of people don't have a genetic clotting disorder. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. And, so and this is. So, so suddenly, suddenly all these out. people got a genetic clotting disorder all of a sudden. And these were pulled out of the big veins. So if these are forming in the big veins. Then imagine what's in smaller veins. Exactly. Food for thought. Uh, so so if, if I were to cut it right here, would it be fair to say that you're not going to go out and get the booster today? Absolutely correct. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely correct. <laughs> yeah, I didn't get the first two shots, and I'm not getting a third. <laughs> yeah. Okay. That is so interesting. I know they're just talking to doctors, to doctors. There's hundreds of doctors that are coming out with this, but this is the tail end. This is the results of embalming and morticians finding these blood clots, uh, having uh, problems embalming bodies. Yeah, this is the embalmers finding these blood clots. Very interesting. Okay, so we're going to dig up a report that was found from NASA's site years ago. I want to say it's in the 90s. NASA's to human. AI robot plan for all of us. It's it's a must here. We're looking at a plan that was put out by the 1%, and it's very, very interesting. The elite's plans for 2025, and 
somebody found it in the NASA report. These elites are, they're not too worried about us. They're not too worried about us at all. The top 1% elite plans for 2025. So this year is very interesting because we got a lot coming at you fast. But it talks about AI, NSA, NASA, CIA, warfare frequency control, chemtrails, attacking immune system, nanotech, and transhumanism. Now remember, again, I, I believe, they're going to talk about it, but I believe it's the 90s. I believe this was found a while ago, and we dug this up, and interesting that this is all coming together, and 2025 is a year away. Take a listen. This is Trevor Coppola for Anthony J. Hilder. I'm with uh, Deborah Tavares, and we're going to discuss a few topics here. Thank you so much for the interview. I appreciate the opportunity. Um, some of, one of the things that we want to talk about is what we were discussing a little bit ago, and that is the significance of this NASA war document that was found on the NASA website, and the need to urgently get this out in front of, of many, as many people as possible because of the content of this document. So was this document available to everyone, or this was on their actual website and someone found it? That is correct. It was on the NASA website, and uh, it was a document that actually is a PowerPoint presentation by Dennis Bushnell, the chief NASA scientist at the Langley Center. And it was presented in 2001, July of 2001, just a few months before 9-11. And um, what brought my attention to it and immediately rang some uh, uncomfortable realizations was when I first when we first came across it it says on the website future strategic issues future warfare circa 2025 and uh, as I decided to just flip through it quickly to see what it was about I was a little stunned on page four it said the presentation is based in all cases upon existing data trends analysis technologies no pixie dust and the entire premise of the document or the powerpoint is about robots cyborgs and humans so i immediately saw um, a conflict between future and now and i thought what are they covering up because that was a definite cover-up and then i started to continue looking through the document with shock and that's why we're talking right now because I think most people would be shocked to find on page 93. So, so who wrote this NASA document, and was this intentional? Did they want the public to see this, do you think? Or? Well, again, uh, the Illuminati, the most wealthy, rich men on the face of the planet, always telegraph everything that they're going to do. So the fact that it was on the NASA website, it was certainly available to the public, but did they see it? Obviously not, because had they looked at this document, you would know about it right now, and we don't. And that's the purpose of this discussion, is for people to know about this document. Uh, again, the conflict between the future and the fact that they said it was a current reality in 2001 of July when this was actually presented. And what it said, which was quite shocking, on page 93, it said, capture, torture Americans in living color on prime time. And that is an unbelievable statement. Then it's followed up by saying, terror attacks within the continental United States 
using binary biologicals take down critical infrastructure. They are going to use an EMP, which is an electromagnetic pulse. They're going to use um, radiation frequencies against our brains, etc. And conduct serious psi war and collateral damage and exploitation. On the same page 93, they say exploit CNN syndrome. Now, CNN, of course, is the network, the news media network, propaganda machine, and was set up by the CIA. You can watch the movie called Psy War on StopTheCrime.net for all the background information on CNN. Very, very interesting uh, information. Uh, then you go on and you read that um, on page 66, they say increasingly critical are human limitations and human downsides. Humans are too large. Humans are too heavy, too tender. Humans are too slow, both physically and mentally. And we require huge logistical trains, meaning we cost way too much money to maintain. And humans have rapidly decreasing to negative value. Can you even believe this? I mean, you're hearing this, and it's got to be rather shocking coming off of a NASA website, particularly when some of the agencies that are involved are the U.S. Air Force, DARPA, the CIA, the FBI, Southern Command, Atlantic Command, Australian Department of Defense, and other agencies. This is the corporation's agencies. We are USA Inc. We're no longer under a constitution as proclaimed in the Iron Mountain Report, which everyone should read on StopTheCrime.net. You can download it not only as the document, but you can watch the uh, documentary, which I highly recommend. You will see how the uh, stealth and deceptive incrementally positioned uh, attacks upon the Constitution have rendered us now a corporation. And we, do no, we no longer have a legitimate government. We are uh, uh, being or controlled by, or by um, corporations and banks that are posing as a legitimate government, and they're not. We wouldn't have a legitimate government with the war machine stating what they were going to do on the continental United States to all the people. And this is not just in the United States. This is a global planned attack and assault with technologies beyond most people's comprehension. Everyone is, is buying books and ammunition, I mean guns and ammunition, and they don't realize that the beam weapons, for example, on page 45, beam weapons increasingly prevalent. This is how they're going to attack. Uh, they talk also about, um, on page 9, this is very interesting and horrifying. Humans have taken over and vastly shortened evolution. They're going to direct evolution. They believe, the they, the bankers, the global elites, believe that they have accomplished immortality. And they're doing that, again, keeping in mind that this entire document is about robots, cyborgs, and humans. They've already mapped our brains. We've just recently heard that they can um, 
transfer a human brain into machinery. So whenever they tell us that this is a new scientific discovery, we know it's been uh, decades and decades prior to us ever finding out about these things. And uh, they also talk about um, microdust as a weapon. They say that this micron-sized mechanized dust, which is distributed as an aerosol and inhaled into the lungs, the dust mechanically bores into the lung tissue and executes various pathological missions. They say it's a completely new type of warfare, and it is legal. It's legal. This is what they're going to do to all the humans on the face of this planet. It's all legal. And then they talk about how um, the use of frequencies will be used in warfare. And we know, for example, the smart meters that are being deployed around the globe, the replacement of our electric meters, which will also and does include the replacement of all of our gas meters and our water meters as well, and will be connected to our food supply when they collapse the occurrency and they issue energy um, allowances, and that will all be controlled through the metering system. But they talk about the use of low frequencies, microwave frequencies, and they mention in this NASA document the U.S. Army report. The U.S. Army report is on our website, um, smartmetersmurder.com. It's about a 20-page uh, Army document that talks about the use of frequencies to target uh, the enemy. We're the enemy. And they say 100% of the human population will be affected by these frequencies. Some will uh, be the canaries in the coal mine, which is a, uh, a term that they've been using as people have been dropping like flies. Uh, people are experiencing all kinds of health maladies. Uh, generally, it starts with ringing of the ears, heart palpitations, skin rashes, inability to sleep through the night. And what they're doing is they're jamming our immune systems with these frequencies. So how do the elite shield themselves from their own weapons? Well, that's a really good question. Um, and some of the uh, information that we've come across is, of course, they have methods far ahead of anything that we uh, have available to ourselves, such as cancer cures. They don't get cancer. Uh, there's chip mechanisms that we understand can fend off certain frequency attacks. Uh, we also know that they're interested in transhumanism. So much of what they're doing globally, they're interested in. And to what extent uh, they're uh, affected by all of the um, chemtrails and all of the nanofibers that are uh, being dropped, which is phase one of the first protocol. Uh, it all lines up. Everything lines up. You connect the dots. You see the NASA war document. Uh, not only does it talk about the... Um, effects of frequencies and how it will be used, they acknowledge that it will interfere with our performance, that it will cause seizures. They acknowledge this in this document. It is no longer a debate about smart meters. We don't need any more scientists or doctors saying people are getting sick. This is the intention. So we have to stop looking at for more verifiable proof that people are becoming sick. This is the goal.
This is the absolute goal. It's incarceration, it is enslavement, and it is depopulation, and it is massive mind control. The frequencies have multiple purposes. What do you think the solution is to all of this, this multi-level attack that's been going on for a very long time? Well, I think the solution is that people need to become educated as rapidly as possible. And there are documents that are, uh, for example, the Silent Weapons Quiet Wars document. It's a 41-page document. It's uh, on our website. This lays out, it's an operations research and technical manual. This, uh, this document was uh, the 1954, built a 1954 Bilderberg policy at the first Bilderberg meeting. And this laid out the strategy to control the human population. And again, I can't stress enough that everyone should read this because they talk about how, um, they, they talk about that this document should not be released to the people because it is a declaration of war. You can't keep fighting fires, you have to go after the arsonists. And that's what you're pointing out, is the people that are responsible. And everything we see out there, what they're spraying, and, and why are they spraying, nobody's talking about the conspiracy itself. This is a war against the people, and this you've got a hold of those specific people, and that's why that's valuable. They're killing us. That's exactly right. And this is their, this is their war plan. This is the war plan. So we have to go to the war plan. This is only 41 pages. You take out the diagrams and you've got 36 pages. And it's not hard to read. They say that it's, uh, uh, the silent weapon uh, technology has evolved from operations research, a strategic and tactical developed under the military management in England during World War II. The original purpose of this research was to study strategic and tactical problems of air and land defense with objective effectiveness used in initiated material, uh, military resources against foreign enemies. And they go on to talk about how uh, they came across technologies that um, they had, oh, in 1952, the grant the grant period terminated and the high-level meeting of the elite was held to determine the next phase of the social operations research. The Harvard product, uh, project had been very fruitful as is borne out by the publication of some of the results in 1953, suggesting the feasibility of economic engineering, studies of structure of the American economy. And uh, they talk about how it was engineered in the last half of the 1940s. The new quiet war machine stood, so to speak, in sparkling gold plated hardware on the showroom floor by 1954. So this document talks about a combination of irresistible attacks upon humanity and how they will control humanity. Politically, they talk about how they set up the uh, political system right and left so that we would feel um, our grievances were aired and our frustrations could uh, come out but the bankers were behind everyone who was elected and they laugh at us they laugh at us 
the very, very last, and I'll go to this right now because we'll come back to the document itself, but the very last statement in this document, it says, factor six, cattle. Those who will not use their brains are no better off than those who have no brains. And so this mindless school of jellyfish, father, mother, son, and daughter, become useful beasts of burden or trainers of the same. So what they say in this document is they will dole out poisonous foods. It's not what we need, but it's what we want. And those that decide to eat these foods will have the consequences of that. They tell us uh, how they set up all the social engineering, how they devise the family, how they crumble the family, how they set up the war machine, how they influence thinking uh, in the family unit to allow the family to give up their children to war for a rich man's fodder. It's, it's a document that discusses uh, the artificial womb. They believe that people need to feel protected and that the elites are going to serve as the womb for protection of the people. That they'll have a place to take cover and hide from the reality of life because we just are not capable of managing the reality of life. So they will set up um, that artificial womb. It says, the objective of these artificial wombs is to provide a stable environment for both stable and unstable activity to provide a shelter for the evolutionary process of growth and maturity survival to provide security for freedom and to provide defensive protection for offensive activity and they they say that from the time a person leaves its mother's its its mother's womb in every effort Every, its every effort is directed towards building, maintaining, and withdrawing into artificial wombs. Various sorts of substitute protective devices or shells. So they set themselves up to protect us, to keep us crippled, to numb us down with foods so that our pineal gland is interfered with. We're never able to reach our higher consciousness. And right now, the massive fluoridation across the United States is to collapse the ability for us to think. They're shutting us down right now. They take your baby and make it Rosemary's baby. That's exactly right. Exactly right. It's very similar to the Matrix, which was based on a DARPA document. I mean, it's similar, isn't it? It's problem, reaction, solution, the same way they always operate. Um, so I guess the best thing to do is wake everyone up and hope that a grassroots movement can change it. Do you think revolution would be necessary at some point, or could it change without that? What do you think? Well, I think we need a revelation, not a revolution. A revolution would only bring in martial law, in, in the opinion of what we are looking at, would bring in martial law. Uh, it would also uh, allow people to be targeted with the weaponry that they cannot wait to roll out on us. You add the drones, you add the micro dust, you add, add in the beam weapons that they tell us they have. They also have a blast wave accelerator 
And when you look at the population of the United States, the majority of the population lives along the coastlines. And the blast wave accelerator was a uh, tidal wave uh, invention that the United States dreamt up with the Soviet Union back in the 40s. Actually, it was going to be used in World War II instead of the bombs, but they decided to use the bombs instead. And the blast wave accelerator um, exploits the methane deposits on the seabed and causes a fingerprintless, plumeless uh, tidal wave on low-lying areas around the perimeter of any country. That right, they you know, you've got your weaponized Gestapo meter that keeps track of every house and every movement and every bit of energy that you're already doing and can report back to whoever is observing. So we're virtually in a concentration camp right now. Yes, in the meantime, the food supplies are being reduced. As you're mentioning in your other interview, how the dams are being taken out and the food. I mean, it's so obvious that the federal government coming in and wanting your child even at earlier and earlier ages, every place, everywhere, and it's based on the foundation of climate change, which you mentioned you might want to well, get into and that and your Iron Mountain. That's absolutely true. All the documents, uh, the Iron Mountain document, uh, even the NASA war document talks about uh, there are too many people using too much stuff and the earth cannot support this. And they've come up uh, with the fear-based uh, scientific fraudulent information that people are now accepting. They're rewriting history and they're rewriting science with the idea that uh, people are using too much uh, uh, resources, we have to reduce CO2 and reduce our greenhouse gas emissions. And that is flying through every city across the world right now. It's written into all local government uh, documents and cities now are, uh, at, well, California, for example, with the um, CARB initiative where we have to actually pay for the air we breathe and we're taxed uh, for the air. It's like the fiat money. We've accepted uh, false-backed money, which they tell us in the Iron Document or in the Silent Weapons Document, one of the reasons that they send uh, our men and women off to war is to reduce the population because they have stolen from them. They've taken real labor service in exchange for illegitimate false fiat money. So they have to eliminate the creditors. That's another aspect of war is to reduce the creditors but uh, it's all based on the false um, uh, pollution that is not false they've created the pollution when you look at the iron mountain document you will see the methods in which they were going to create pollution they even say that they will deforest us and they're doing that with the chemtrail the secret chemtrail or geoengineering program or weather modification. Actually, that program has multiple layers. Not only does it uh, increase weather events, we've just experienced some horrific events here in the United States with massive tornadoes that uh, just destroyed a number of cities uh, in Oklahoma. Uh, we're, we're being hit globally. They're hitting our food supply. It does reduce our food supply. It will increase the cost of our food. Uh, it's changing the pH in the soil, which will then uh, fit to the prescribed Monsanto mega corporation food takeover of the globe. That is the intention of Monsanto, is global food 
domination. They have the seeds, the seeds will uh, grow in the polluted soil that they are creating. This is all by design. So what do we do about this, you asked? We first must become educated. And I would uh, say that the quickest way for people to become educated is look at these very simple source documents. Look at the Quiet Weapons Silent War document. Look at the Iron Mountain document and the New World Order Exposed 1969. They're all on our website, stopthecrime.net. Of all the research we have done, if you just get those basic documents understood, if everyone understands the fraud, then we will be able to eliminate this. We don't have to go on with this fraud. We do not. And people keep saying, well, there's more of us than them. Well, that may be true. But sadly, now, there are technologies that are so... Um, unbelievable that people won't even realize what hit them and that is the strategy of the future wars and the wars that we're facing in our country but i would say everyone needs to look at the nasa document you need to move from the illusion the non-reality that you are living in you need to move into a new reality formed by the the truths that these documents convey so that then from those realities, then you can look at solutions. You can't shoot from the hip and look for solutions if you have not learned who's doing this to us, how they're doing this to us, and the documents that tell us how they are doing this to us. Like the Truman Show, which was designed to create a false reality for entertainment, the false reality we have now is designed to kill us. This is... This is a war against the people. This is why that tabloid came out, prepare to die. And they're doing it in so many deliberate ways in which those documents show that it's been in the works for a long time. And you not only see the individuals, which can be kind of identified with the Bilderbergers, the Trilabs, and Skull and Bones. They are in the saddle. They are the ones determining policy. The scientific advisor to the president of the John P. Holdren in, in charge of the chemtrails. We have MITRE with the former head of the CIA directing all these branches of, of government. We've got guys like Leon Panetta, which is the head of the CIA in the Department of Defense, moving our armies over to NATO and moving without a constitution. This is a direct war against us, and we see people dying like flies now. And like you said, it doesn't have fingerprints on it because of the methods that they're using, but it's as real as people getting strokes and cancer and autism and and Alzheimer's. It's so clear. Uh, I mean, the, the, the stats, the mathematics prove the point. And so they have to know, people have to know what's going on and to strategize to fight it. And they can, because the only way they're getting away with this is by the lies. And if you, if you sort of come to the, the mass media, the three networks and the two wire services, you, you're never going to get out of it. Well, it actually says in the document, in the NASA war document, that they will use uh, mass media propaganda. That is uh, prevalent. CNN syndrome, is that? Yeah, that's one of the things that they call it. But they, they're literally going through this document. Oh, they're going to also use explosive dust opportunities. Um, they talk about uh, how, oh, the dust will infiltrate deeply into buried and other such targets. They're saying in here, too, if, if you move, they can see you, and you're dead. 
So the technology, oh, sensors in everything. There is an amazing mission statement that I found on PSI um, technology out of the Carnegie Mellon Institute. And the mis mission statement stated that they were changing the global infrastructure to that of uh, computers and technology. And that would include our entire structure, not only utilities, but civil, uh, government uh, policies. And what is also very interesting, uh, we went to uh, Al Gore's recent book review. He wrote a book called The Future. And he talks about how uh, artificial intelligence is going to take over and that we're going to see changes within the United States that have not been seen in 500 years. And he talks about how um, uh, it's just not efficient to continue with humans. The same thing. These all tie in. They all tie in. We have a think tank that is plotting and scheming against humanity because they believe that uh, it's too frail. And they also talk about um, the U.S. Brain Project, and it begun in the 90s. They say that it was funded by 16 organizations across five agencies. NIH, which of course is the National Health Institute, the Department of Defense, NASA, and the Department of Energy. And uh, they talk about how uh, they have over 10,000 individual presentations at annual meetings for the uh, Society for Neuroscience. And essentially, they have redesigned humanity. And there is a fascinating uh, life story of a, a fourth-generation clone called Michael Prince. And that is on our website under the NASA document link, and I urge everybody to listen to this, um, this uh, interview with Michael Prince. He was killed in 2011, and he is a fourth-generation clone. The levels of technology, the length of time that they've had technologies are unbelievable. What they also say in the Iron Mountain documentary is that they will control the educational system, that uh, they will uh, replace the education system with computers. They're saying that in uh, the NASA document too. Everything will be telecommuting, teleshopping, tele-entertainment, tele-travel, tele-education. This way they can rewrite history. Everything will be on Kindle, and it'll be very easy to change books, to change the language. Recently, I was listening to a weather report, and the reporter said, it will be sunny tomorrow. But I'm calling sunshine now a soft sunshine, because the sun doesn't shine like it used to. I mean, that is what I'm saying. The reporter didn't say that. But the reporter now is saying a soft sunshine. They're rewriting our definition of what a sunny day is supposed to look like because we're under the constant vellum of this secret, non-existent, uh, atmospheric poisoning of our skies. So they're rewriting our vocabulary. They're rewriting everything about us. And they're keeping us so sick uh, from the fluoride, from the aspartame in the food, all of the dyes and chemicals on everything. I mean, 
Even the receipts that we get from filling our cars with gas are poisonous. We shouldn't be touching them. And so we need to navigate. Um, I, I say that life on a daily basis is like trying to walk through a landmine field. And if you get to the other side at the end of the day, you've made good choices because they've certainly put and placed landmines in our lives. Yeah, it's hard to avoid, really. I mean, the impact that it's having on our lives. That we should be sitting here right now, having this conversation, because of what has been orchestrated against us. Our futures are being determined for us. Our life spans are being decided upon. It's fascinating information. Um, so the best way to get access to all this is stopthecrime.net. Stopthecrime.net. It links to our other websites as well, which is uh, smartmetersmurder.com. We have invaluable YouTube videos up on smartmetersmurder.com. There's a series done by Barry B A R R I E Trower, T R O W E R, who is a scientist out of the UK and uh, talks about the weaponization of frequencies as it relates specifically to the wireless and in particular the uh, vast deployment throughout America and other countries as well of the cell phone towers. They're erupting everywhere and they're disguising them as trees, they're disguising them in church steeples. Even when you drive through the desert they're disguised into yuccas and that is a cell phone tower. They're also, this is very interesting, they're putting them in in mobile oil signs in gas stations so you don't even see them. Now, when you look, if you're really aware of spotting cell phone towers, uh, my grandchildren can spot them a mile away. Uh, But you can go to shopping centers where they have landscaping and and the uplights amongst the landscaping and you'll see many uplight standards that are disguised cell phone towers. And you don't think of it. You're just thinking that it's lights within the parking lot and they're actual cell phone towers. And they're in church steeples as well, aren't they? Yes, they are. And they're paying uh, schools to uh, put them on their campuses. Right now, uh, there's a newly discovered cancer cluster at uh, San Diego State University. And there have been... uh, a number of students and faculty that have have gotten brain tumors. So we're in a takedown of frequencies admitted by this document. We have the proof, we have the military, the agencies that admit to this. We don't need to prove the deaths on the campuses near towers because it says towers will be used in this in on page 98. It says that towers will be used uh, to emit frequencies. So again, uh, this is their document. This is what they tell us on page 98. A typical scenario, takedown of the U.S. by 10 people and $10 million. Binary biologicals, imported vitamins and clothing, the food supply will be poisoned terror attacks with um, uh, vaccines and with um, viruses. Uh, They talk about uh, our railroads will be attacked, selective anti-personnel with um, radiation frequencies, microwaves, 
from the towers. The water supply will be contaminated uh, via intercontinental unmanned vehicles accompanied by serious cywar, and that's the CNN syndrome. So they're telling us here how easy it would be to take down the United States with these new technologies. We've got to expose this. Yeah, thanks so much for all this information, Deborah Tavares, and we will check out your website and try to make this go viral and get it out there. Big T in the Deep Dive for Truth team has put a lot of this information out in past episodes. Go back and look at uh, Silent Weapons for Quiet Wars, those two episodes, and, and a lot of information there. Or you can go to the websites here and what this lady's talking about and actually read the document. Yeah, this is becoming a big revelation. The document that she found from the NASA Declaration of War on the NASA website was back in 2001. I don't know what year this originally aired, but it's been a while. We're going to keep going. Uh, this is 2024. Predictive model here was 2025 seems like a lot of things are going to be happening to prep for that this year so we're going to keep coming at you with more information listen support us if you can tell everybody you like us that's great uh if if god moves you to do that that's awesome if you want to be part of the deep dive for truth truth ambassadorship help us out and donate to us there if you want to see other people walking around wearing the same deep dive for truth t-shirt order some t-shirts and, and give them out to your friends uh you can get the website t-shirt or you can get one that's kind of off the cuff and we also have the envy uh, for those that are not vaccinated or no to vaccines especially the boosters again this is fiction they are watching so we're not medical people you guys got to decide for yourself do your digging we're going to keep this stuff coming at you a lot faster this year because we're running out of time folks god family country if you believe in those things and you're a human being not an alien you're part of the uh, deep dive for truth family and uh, god bless you all until the next time peace the deep dive for truth team is about digging for the truth the truth about topics that may or may not be based in reality but based in the control and manipulation and misguidings of our species by the system. The system that is not for the human species, but for the entitled ones of the human race. If we are going to make a change, we need to do this collectively, using the system against them. Knowledge, resources, species building. We will not be controlled by any government, media, or status group. We will be for you, the human race. We will need your support to tackle this endeavor. We will do this with or without you. But the only way to challenge the system is with everyone's support. There will be connecting topics to show the thread of truth from beginning to the end. Throughout our series, we will be having some fun, hoping that the system may not notice us at all, mainly AI. Hidden in the information, we will remove the blindfold obstructing the truth. That truth will be unveiled to those who really want to know. Everything about the removal of 90% of the human race. Binary code messages play on words within the jokes, the jests, and the possibilities were proposed. Again, this is fiction. The system is watching. You will be informed as to who, what, where, and why the world is the way it is. You will find out where we are heading and the possibilities of hope and change for our species. The nature of our existence is to gain knowledge. When you follow us to the end, you will become an ambassador of truth. You will be able to spread a warning to our kind. You will be able to spread a message of hope, life, and a future for our species. If you want to follow someone who has been digging deep dives for 35 years and has threaded the needle of truth and who has put the big picture together, then this is for you. Remember, 
You may not always like what you see, but you will be able to see and sense what is the truth around you. It is time for the Great Awakening.